Hallelujah, everyone. We give God some praise. Would you join me in prayer? Father God, we thank you so much for this wonderful day. We ask now that you speak to us through your word by the power of your Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we receive in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I wanna thank God. I wanna thank Bishop Blake for this opportunity to speak to you, the people of the Lord. We recently had an amazing experience. We heard guilty, guilty, guilty in the case of the formal, former police officer, Chauvin, being convicted of murdering our brother, George Floyd. I know we all were relieved, I was relieved, that this accountability has happened for this police officer being carted off to jail. And we are grateful, I'm grateful to God that this justice from the justice system has happened for this African-American man, this African-American brother, showing that his life is valuable, his black life is valuable, his black life matters in our justice system. We continue to pray for his family and all those who love him. And we pray that this begins in this country, a new step toward equal justice for African-American people here. In that light, I wanna share something with you today. Listen to my scripture that's going to be the text of the sermon today. It's coming from Psalm 139, verses 13 through 14. David writes, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My title is Black is Beautiful to God Also. Come on, say that after me. Black is beautiful to God also. Many of you may remember something that happened in the 1960s and 70s. At that time, I was a young, I was a child becoming a teenager, and it was the Black is Beautiful movement. How many of you remember that? I want you to hear these words of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He said this in 1967 during his speech entitled, Where Do We Go From Here? King stated these words, Yes, we must stand up and say, quote, I'm black and I'm beautiful. And this self-affirmation is the black man's, black person's need, made compelling by the white man's, white person's, crimes against him, against her, against us. Black is beautiful to God also. 
The Black is Beautiful movement begins, as you may remember, with a fashion show in 1962 in Harlem, New York, where black models wore afros. <laughs> Their natural hair and various African cultured clothing. The show was called Naturally 62. The photographs by Kwame Brathwaite became well known and inspired black entertainers like Nina Simone to begin wearing afros, African jewelry, and clothing. Black is Beautiful became a cultural movement among everyday black people. We started embracing our beautiful black African selves. Y'all remember? We started loving our dark chocolate brown to coffee and cream to yellow skin selves. Uh-huh. We said our African hair was beautiful and started growing it naturally as naturals and afros. We started loving our beautiful large brown eyes, noses, and lips. We started loving our sizes, our strengths, and our shapes. We started loving all that was hated by racist white American culture against African-descended people. We started loving our black African-American selves. Black is Beautiful became our movement against the hundreds of years of white racism, the lies of white superiority over black African peoples. I want to show you in biblical scripture that black is beautiful to God also. In fact, all humans are beautiful to God as God's awesome and wonderful creation, yet equally flawed and equally flawed creation, equally sinners, that's the flaw, in need of salvation by Jesus Christ. Can I hear somebody say amen? Black is beautiful to God also. The Bible reveals that all human beings are awesomely, wonderfully made by God. Listen to the scripture that is my text that David wrote in Psalm 139. How awesomely, wonderfully God created us. Here, listen again to it. Psalm 139. For you formed my inner parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, says David, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And my soul, and that my soul, and that my soul knows very well. Hallelujah. Come on, take a moment and say this scripture aloud. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's verse 14. Marvelous are your works. Come and say, marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. This is a scripture we all should say over and over and over again and hear what God is saying to us and thank the Lord for him making us marvelous and wonderful. Next, the Bible reveals this marvelous truth that all humans are made in the image of God. All humans. Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created man, humanity, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Ah. Really, in Scripture, the Hebrew word for man is actually Adam, Adam. Adam was the first male human, human's name. <laughs> but Adam also came to mean the word human. The Scripture feels this truth and fulfills it. God created humans, male and female. Hallelujah. We are all in God's image, all of us. Yet, there is a great diversity. The Bible reveals that there is only one humanity. Look at Acts chapter 17, verse 26. And he is made from one blood every nation of men, of people, to dwell on all the face of the earth. Huh. And has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Notice, he has made, God has made from one blood every nation, the diversity of human beings that dwell across the face of the earth. In the divine light of the truth of God's scriptures, race does not exist, and racism is a demonic lie. There are no human races, just one human race. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. As far as God is concerned, there are no separate types of humans. That's what racism tries to say, that there are different types of human beings. But as far as God is concerned, there's only one humanity. There are no separate types of human beings. There are no humans better than other humans. There are no humans who are more human than other humans. There are no humans that are less human than other humans. There are no superior humans and inferior humans. We are all one human family. Hallelujah. Awesomely, wonderfully, and marvelously made by God. Hallelujah. Again, we are one human family, awesomely, wonderfully made by God. Those of us who are descended from African peoples need to meditate on that scripture in 139, Psalm 139, over and over again. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Each of us, all human beings. We are all wonderfully made by God, and our soul knows that. And there are those that try to lie and say that that is not so. But Scripture tells us differently. All of us, whatever our ethnicity and ancestry, need to meditate on these truths. Yes? Mm -hmm. We all need to look in the mirror and fall in love again with our beautiful black African descended selves God has 
awesomely, wonderfully, and marvelously created in God's own image. We all need to look in the mirror and fall in love with whatever our ethnicity, whatever our color, whatever our diversity in our being, in our, in our bodies are. We need to look in the mirror and fall in love with what God has awesomely, wonderfully, and marvelously made in God's own image. We rebuke the demonic, sinful lies of racism and receive the truth that like all humans, we are physically God's wonderful creation. We are, we are, we are. Now, although we are one human family, there are many nation groups, many tribes, many geographic groupings, or many ethnicities within the one human family. Notice this revelation in the book of Revelation of Jesus, Revelation chapter 7, verse 9 through 10. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So here John is taken up into heaven, and he's seeing all the ethnicities, all those that are saved that are in heaven. Hallelujah! God creatively put diversity in humanity. Different skin colors, hair textures, eye shapes and colors, height, size, shapes. We have become different nations. That's what the word Gentile actually means in the Bible. Gentile, and it comes from the Greek word ethnos, where we get ethnicity from. We've become different nations, tribes, peoples, languages, societies, cultures, and, hallelujah, customs. But... We all are equally, awesomely, wonderfully, marvelously made by God in God's image. Come on, let's give God praise for that. Hallelujah. So again, as I said, there is no one human better than other humans, more blessed than others, cursed by... That is not the truth. Hallelujah. We are all created in the image of God. We are all with God's beauty and awesomeness within us. But yet the Bible also reveals that although we are awesomely and wonderfully made by God, we are all sick with sin. All human beings have sinned, it says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. All human beings have sinned, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All, A-L-L. The glory God has given all human beings, you and I, has become terribly ruined by our sin. Sin is missing the mark, the high standard of God's holy morality. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. We are all sinners. When Chauvin put his, net, his knee on the neck of Floyd and kept it there, it was sin in him. 
It was demonic sin in him and demonic manifestation in him that caused that ugly action to be in him and to continue until he killed him. All humans are sinners, the Bible tells us. All of us have been infected with the disease of sin from our first parents, Adam and Eve. Paul writes in Romans 5, verse 12, focusing on Adam's sin. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus dead death spread to all men because all sinned. Hallelujah. We die because we are all sinners. Yet because God loves his awesome, wondrous, marvelous creation of human beings, God has given us a solution to our sin problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible reveals that God has awesomely made a wonderful solution in Jesus Christ for our human problem, our human sin problem. God knows his awesomely, wonderfully, marvelously made in his image human beings have become terribly spiritually messed up with satanic sin. But God loves us so much that God did something far more awesome, wonderful, and marvelous for us. Listen to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish. Oh, glory, but should have everlasting life. God's son, God the word, became a human being, Jesus Christ the Messiah. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in human flesh, identifies with all humans and dies on the cross as the just payment for all human sin. Glory. Although he was himself without sin. Romans 5, verse 8 through 11 says, but God demonstrates his own love toward us. Glory. God loves us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have received the reconciliation. God has blessed us. God in Christ has caused our sins to be forgiven. God in Christ has brought us together with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For by grace are we saved through faith. And this is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. It is not from works that no one can boast. That's Ephesians chapter 2. Jesus answered and said, Truly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. John 3, 5. Any human being, whatever color, ethnicity, can receive the salvation of Jesus by putting faith in Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior. That person becomes born again by the Holy Spirit into the kingdom 
and the family of God. Hallelujah. 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 Here now is God's answer for the diversity within the human family, the human race, awesomely and wonderfully made by God, yet broken by human sin. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Hey, glory! Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Hallelujah! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We are now a new creation in Christ Jesus, a new humanity in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! Because of what Jesus has done for us. And because of that, now, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, we are God's workmanship. Hallelujah. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. We're like a piece of clay that the potter is forming. God is forming us in Christ into a new identity, an identity that overcomes sin and goes beyond sin. And yes, as Christians, we still sin, but God is helping us through the power of the Holy Spirit to become more like Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what becoming holy is about, becoming more like him from step to step, from glory to glory. Hallelujah. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here is God's solution in Christ Jesus against sinful human oppression based on human differences like that sin that happened. Hallelujah. By Chauvin against George Floyd. Hallelujah. God's solution in Christ is Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 through 28. I'm going to repeat that again. God's solution is in Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 28. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you were baptized into Christ, have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, Jew nor the nations. There is neither slave nor free. There is, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus Christ, we're all one. Hallelujah. With even our diversities, we're one in Christ. Hallelujah. This is now what I call the anti-racist truth and power in the authentic gospel or good news of Jesus Christ. Not only are we all humans originally created in God's image, but now these humans, those who are in Jesus Christ, by faith in him, are now truly one humanity. We must behave according to our new reality in Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember, superficial human, ethnic, and tribal diversity will still exist in heaven with Christ, but unity in him will surpass all our human diversity. Glory to God. So now let's learn afresh, anew to love our black African selves, our Asian selves, huh, our Latino selves, eh, our European descendant selves. 
Let us learn to love ourselves in Christ. Let us learn that God loves us and has awesomely, wonderfully made, it, made us. Yet beyond our physical differences, we are one in Christ. Racism is a sin that we cannot abide in the church. Hallelujah. We have to learn to be one in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us learn to look beyond our physical diversity and see our unity in the mirror of God's scriptures. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen? 2 Corinthians 3, 18. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. God is transforming us to be like Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Peter 3.18, but we need to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. That's how we become more and more like Christ. We got to study him. We got to worship him. We got to know him. And as we worship him and as we love him, his Holy Spirit starts working in us, changing our minds and our hearts to be more like him. So remember, black is beautiful to God also. Remember, all humans are awesomely, wonderfully made by God, yet with the flaw of being sinners. Yet when we believe in Jesus, we become a new creation, now in unity with Jesus and one another. Racism has no place in the body of Jesus, in our churches, or within our minds. God loves us all, especially in Christ. We are beautiful to God. So let's love one another, as the Bible tells us, and ourselves with God's love, empowered by God's Holy Spirit. 1 John 4, verse 7, Behold, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God. And Mark 12, verse 30 to 31, Jesus says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second, like is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other greater commandment than these. When we really start regarding ourselves as neighbors, we will love one another as God tells us to. Remember, all humans are created in God's image. So God created man, humanity, his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. So, remember, remember our text. Psalm 139, verse 13 through 14. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully, awesomely, and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. And remember this. One day when we see Jesus, we shall be like him. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Beloved, now we are the children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Glory, glory, glory. Black is beautiful to God also. Black people Hallelujah, are beautiful to God also. Black lives matter to God also. But because all lives matter to God, all people are beautiful to God. All people are in God's image. And when we are in Christ, we are unified in him. 
Hallelujah. Let us praise our God. Thank him for his wonderful word. Thank him for Jesus who came for us. If today you've never trusted in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you today to do it. God became the human Jesus. He came to solve our sin problem through Jesus. He died on the cross for us and he arose from the dead. And that means truly, if we put our faith in him, he forgives us of our sins and he begins to transform us to be more like him. Will you trust him today? Will you put your faith in him? I trust in him. And I hope that you will take this opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, to receive eternal life, receive forgiveness and oneness with God through Jesus Christ. Come on and pray with me. Oh God, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me and my sins. Forgive me. I receive his forgiveness. I thank you. I receive him as Lord and Savior, and I will follow him all the days of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.